So let me turn by um, asking a question of uh, her deepness. And, uh, um, and I think what I'll do is I'll just say to her, talk about the oceans, talk about um, what the Greenland ice cap can mean, what uh, the acidification of the oceans from CO2 means. What is happening to the oceans of our planet? That's a loaded question, right? <laughs> a softball. Well, let me start by suggesting that if you want to be green, you have to think blue. That the ocean, after all, drives the way the planet works. It's where most of Earth's water is, 97%. It's a great thermal regulator, stabilizer of temperature. Mess up the ocean, you have destroyed the way the planet works. And well, in the, in the last half century, we have learned more about how the planet works, learn more about the ocean, about many things that I didn't know as a kid, nobody knew. We have lost more of what really matters in terms of maintaining the integrity of the natural systems that support us. When it comes to what's happening with respect to climate change, global warming, the planet has been warming since the end of the last ice age more than 10,000 years ago, but it's been a gradual process. Florida once was twice as big as it is today when the ice was captured in polar regions. Um, the continental shelves that we now see submerged were above water. You could practically walk across the, out from California to the Channel Islands when at the height of the last ice age. So, Global warming is not new, it's the acceleration of the process, the swiftness of change that we now have to look at and look at ourselves as the cause of this acceleration. And also the solution, what can we do? I, I want to just focus first of all on what the issues are, but secondly, the opportunities we have, you have particularly, to make a difference. Probably the next decade is the most critical time in the next thousand years for making decisions. We have a chance to make a difference that we will lose if we don't do something before we reach the stage where no matter what we do, it's going to avalanche in a direction that is not favorable to, favorable to us. And I think particularly in the ocean about some of these processes that are, that are disrupted owing to our actions during the last half century. Extraction of wildlife on an industrial scale, the taking of fish for fertilizer, for animal food, indirectly for us, for oils, for things that really have alternatives, but presently we are strip mining the ocean of wildlife. The menhaden out of the Atlantic, the krill out of Antarctica, the large scale taking of many species of wildlife from the sea that the sea is simply not able to, to maintain on a sustainable basis. And the process, therefore, of disrupting things that we have heretofore taken for granted. The question about increased carbon dioxide in the atmosphere translates to global warming, translates to sea level rise, big worry, but the other big worry about excess carbon dioxide in the ocean is acidification. The carbon dioxide that 
is beyond the capacity of those little plants in the sea to grab out and photosynthesize, turning oxygen into the atmosphere. Well, we are now at a point where we have seen in the last decade an increase in acidification, not yet to the point where you drop something uh, into the sea that dissolves because the ocean is too acid, but the concern is that even a slight increase in the acidification is bad news for the heavy lifters in terms of photosynthesis, those creatures that generate oxygen, those creatures that grab carbon out of the atmosphere. Coral reefs are basically calcium carbonate. Acidification in the ocean is bad news for coral reefs, but it's also bad news for us in the end. What to do about these concerns? Well, protecting the integrity of the natural systems. On the land, we have established networks of protected areas, national parks, if you will, understanding that there's a value to the natural systems that transcends just their sheer beauty. They're important for maintaining the health of the planet. In the ocean, we're way behind the curve. A fraction of 1% of the ocean has protection that is comparable to what we do for national parks. Notwithstanding the fact that just last year, about this time last year, the 15th of June, in fact, 140,000 square miles of ocean were designated as a national monument where even the fish are safe in the Hawaiian Islands, the Northwest Hawaiian Islands. Big step in the right direction, but a little drop in the big ocean bucket of what we need to do. First of all, you need to be aware that the ocean matters that the ocean really does drive planetary processes and that we are having an impact through what we're putting in, through what we're taking out, through the disruption of this network of life that maintains this planet that's just right for the likes of us. We have a chance, as never before, we understand some of these big, broad processes, but maybe as never again, we have a chance. If we don't do something sooner rather than later, your kids are going to be saying, you were there. <laughs> when the news came out about these issues that are threatening not just to the far distant future, but to us in the coming century, why didn't you do something? Well, that's the challenge that we have, to do something armed with the new knowledge that we've got about how systems work, how it all relates back to us and what we can do to make a difference.